0: super exciting news, y'all. I wrote a book with my friend, Andrea Seidel, and it is called Breaking Up with People-Pleasing. And I'm so excited to share this book with you because, you know, if you've followed the podcast for a while, you know that people-pleasing is something that is really a near and dear topic to my heart. It is something I have struggled with personally throughout my life. It is something I've coached many, many clients on. It's something that I share a lot about. And something that I'm really passionate about helping people to heal from, to, you know, build healthier habits around self-love and self-advocacy and relationships. And so I'm really excited for y'all to get your hands on this book. It is... You know, gonna help you to understand and to break free from some of the patterns of people pleasing. It's gonna help you build self awareness, self compassion, and, you know, some self care skills and practices that ultimately will help you to create a more loving relationship with yourself and with others. So, the book is out on November 18th. It will be available. So, right now, if you're listening to this and it's before November 18th, 2021, then you can pre order the Kindle version on Amazon. And if it is after November 18th, 2021, then you can get the book anywhere the books are sold. So again, the title is Breaking Up With People-Pleasing. I will include the link in the show notes, and I really hope that you'll check it out. I'm Aubrey Henderson. I'm a recovering people-pleaser turned self-worth coach, here to help you befriend your inner critic, break up with people-pleasing, and reconnect with your desire. Every week, I share my answers to your questions, live coaching sessions, interviews, and more to help you reconnect with your self-worth. Have you ever felt stuck in your life and just needed a really fucking good pep talk? Well, babe, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Ask Aubrey. I'm so glad you're here. Hey babes, welcome to this week's episode. I hope that you are having a good day. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time you're listening to this, whatever it is that you're doing. I just hope that you're well and you know when I am planning podcast episodes, there are times that I know exactly what I want to talk to you about. I know exactly what I want to share. I have a lot of structure for it. I really have a good sense of what I'm going to talk about. And then there are times that I just have no fucking idea or that I have like a list of things And like I have, I do have like a bank of topics that folks have suggested or things that people have requested that I will pull from occasionally. But, you know, sometimes none of those things are particularly moving me at the moment, right? I like to wait until I have sort of a spark of inspiration to talk about a thing. And sometimes I just don't have that spark of inspiration. And sometimes that's because I am in a funk or I'm struggling which is true of me right now. And I posted this on Instagram. I have just been in a funky time. I've got some stuff happening in my personal life that is really that I'm really struggling with. I have, you know, the fact that the seasons are changing and that, you know, as I get older I realize I'm a lot more sensitive to the change of season than I like to admit. Um my energy has just not been great and so all of that has resulted in me not necessarily feeling particularly moved or inspired and so as I was thinking about you know what I wanted to talk about I was talking to a trusted beloved friend who you know is often a person I will be like oh I don't I don't want to do the thing or you know I know like I want to record a podcast episode but I like just have no inspiration or I you know whatever I'm struggling and Th- so this this episode is dedicated to that friend who you know basically suggested this topic to me and has suggested this topic to me repeatedly as I've gone through many instances in my life that have this same sort of theme and message that I'm about to share with you and it's sort of an ode to hard seasons and hard shit and the difficult stuff that we all deal with and you know I was also reminded of this not only by this sweet friend, but also because I I posted something to my Instagram a few days ago and I was asking, I think it was, yes, this was when I said, you know, I'm in a funk and I'm curious, you know, if, if I'm struggling, someone else probably is too. So please share kind of the words that get you through hard times, right? The words that share some words or some ideas or thoughts that have been encouraging to you when you've been struggling. And people shared a lot of really good stuff, a lot of great stuff but um and by the way, if you don't already follow me on Instagram, please do because I get to you know source and share stuff like that all the time, and I would love for you to be able to benefit from some of that but one of the things that somebody said, somebody submitted the phrase, "I think they said either I can do hard things or we can do hard things," and that is well, i'm sure she was not the first person ever to say this right that is a well-known Glennon Doyleism. So if you're not familiar with Glennon Doyle, she is an author, a speaker, um I think initially was known as like a Christian mommy blogger, now is you know famously partnered with soccer star Abby Wambach and you know is she's an author and a speaker I really enjoy and you know I know there's a there's a significant number of people who Who engage with my content who also enjoy Glennon. So do want to kind of give the due credit there that that is that is a phrase made popular by sort of the people in in Glennon's community. Um, But it's one that really resonates for me and, you know, resonated for whoever shared that on my Instagram, certainly, and for many people who responded to that. And that is sort of the theme that... This friend of mine reminded me of and encouraged me to talk about because it's been coming up so often for me in my life. And, you know, I won't I won't bore you with a ton of personal details of things in my life, but you know, I've had some some kind of rather stressful moments lately or things that whether they are actively kind of acutely stressful and scary or just things that are basic kind of life maintenance like Something that has caused me a lot of stress and anxiety lately is um, getting like routine health stuff done. So I'm not, I'm someone who doesn't mind going to the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. But I've had to go to the doctor for blood work recently, which is something that I, I don't know, you know, you listening to this might relate to this, but I'm somebody who the idea of blood work just makes me want to crumple into a, a ball and hide or die. It's just, it feels awful to me. It makes me kind of itch even thinking about it. Um, which some people think, oh, is it the needle? Is it the pain? And like, I don't mind getting shots. I, I mean, I'm covered in tattoos, so I certainly don't mind getting poked. It's just, um, it's not the pain of the needle. It's the idea of my blood leaving my body or the you know, that I have veins at all that is quite stressful to me. <laughs> and so, you know, I've had to get a lot of blood work done recently. We you know, I am I went to all my kind of annual physicals and have had some health stuff going on. So I had to get blood work done several times in a row. I've, you know, we just applied for life insurance, my wife and I. So we're going through that process, which involves, if you, if you didn't know, for a lot of life insurance companies involves a uh, medical exam, including blood work. And, you know, so having to do that, I had to go get a pap smear the other day, which if anybody who has a vagina, has a cervix knows that pap smears just like aren't fun. I guess I shouldn't say that. Maybe there's someone out there listening to this who is like, no, I love getting a pap smear. Um, But I don't find them fun. And many people I know with my same anatomy don't find them fun. It's kind of a stressful, kind of icky, must-do activity. But all of these things are sort of necessary adult shit that you just have to do. And you know, you do it because it's necessary and it's important and because in the end you're going to feel glad that you did it. And sometimes you have to apply that lens of, you know what, I can do things that are hard for me. I can do hard things when I need to and when it's important. And I think those those examples of things where I've just, those are things that I feel <laughs> I feel the I don't want to feeling, which I don't know if you're familiar with that. But it's sort of for me, it's like the little kid in me comes out and I'm like, mm, I don't want to. <laughs> and I will even say that to like my, my wife will hear me be like, babe, I don't want. I think I said it the morning that I had the pap me like, babe, I just don't want to go. And I got like whiny about it. And I just really didn't want to. And like that inner child in me is just like throwing a fit and is like, this is uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. It's not going to be enjoyable. And that's the moment where my, I don't know whether it's my inner grown up or like the current version of me who is a grown up has to kind of step in and be like, look, I get that this sucks. And how many things in life are this way, right? Where we have to say, like, look, I get that this fucking sucks. But part of life is doing it anyway, right? This is shitty, but we have to do it anyway. And I think that doesn't just apply to the necessary kind of healthcare things that we have to do to take care of ourselves. This also applies to difficult conversations we have to have. I've had recently conversations with quite a few important people in my life where I've had to talk about stuff that just makes me want to jump out of my skin, Stuff that makes me sad, makes me cry, makes me angry, makes me feel vulnerable, but that I know that I need to talk about, right? Conversations that I know that I need to have, even if they're uncomfortable, even if they're scary, because I have to have them because the relationship will suffer if I don't talk about the thing, right? Because talking about the thing, as we talk about here on the podcast all the time, confronting the thing directly whatever the thing is right whatever the topic is you know I've said it pretty recently in an episode the thing that you are avoiding talking about is often the thing you need to talk about the most and actually talking about that thing and moving through the discomfort and being willing to confront the conflict head-on confront the discomfort head-on and be vulnerable is actually what leads to deeper intimacy in the end I can do the hard thing even though it's hard because I know it will be beneficial to me in the end. I can have the hard conversation because I know it will be better for this relationship in the end if I am honest. I know I have to get the blood work done because it will be better for my health in the end if I have more information about what's going on with my body. This goes for so many things and i'm sure as i'm talking about this there's probably something that you're thinking about for yourself that is that thing for you the hard thing and maybe it's a hard thing you've recently done right maybe you did it maybe you did the hard thing and you're you're getting to enjoy the portion of of this process where you're happy that you did it whether or not the result was something that made you happy Maybe you did the hard thing and you're glad you got to the outcome, whatever it was. Maybe you haven't done the hard thing yet. And maybe you're afraid. Maybe you're not sure you can. Maybe you're doubting your ability to do the difficult thing. Maybe you're doubting your own courage. Maybe you're doubting whether your relationship will survive the hard conversation But I want to remind you that you can do the hard thing because you know that you need to. You can do the hard thing when you connect with the why on the other side of it. Why do you need to do it? What is the benefit that you're going to see in the end? How is your life going to be better on the other side of having done the difficult thing? That is what's going to help you through. That's what's going to help you move forward. So whatever that hard thing is for you, I want you to know that in the words of my my friend, I I say my friend as if I I would love to be her friend. So Glennon, if you ever hear this, let's be friends. Um, But in the words of my friend, Glennon Doyle, we can do hard things. Yes, even you. Yes, even that hard thing that you're thinking about that you're not sure that you can do, you can do it. I believe in you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, please take a second to subscribe on your favorite platform, leave a rating or a review and take a screenshot and share it on social media or with a friend who needs to hear a message like this one. I love the chance to hear from you and connect with you because it gives me the opportunity to remind you that you are worthy worthy of wholeness and happiness and just good things. So send me the question or the topic that's keeping you up at night or that you just want to hear more about. You can send me a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Henderson. And I can actually include any voice memos that you send me in the show, which I think is pretty bad. Or you can send a good old-fashioned written message from my website at aubreyhenderson.com. I'll see you next time, babes. Aubrey is supported by Underclub. I'm going to be really honest with you, and I'm going to tell you that previously, I was the type of person who would shop for my underwear mostly at like Target. And I'm talking basics, neutral colors, nothing exciting, got the job done. And no shade to you if that's you. Sometimes that's still me, right? But my life was changed when I discovered Underclub. Now what Underclub is, is a luxury underwear subscription service. And so what you do is you basically set up a profile, you take a style and size quiz, you let them know, you know, do you tend to like solid colors or neutrals? Do you like high waists? Do you like thongs? Do you like things that are a little more see-through? Do you like things that are a little more solid and not translucent. And what they do is they will curate a monthly subscription for you where you will receive a certain number of sets of bras and panties, just underwear, whatever you want. And Underclub will send those to you curated by a stylist based on your specifications. You can either shop with them that way, or you can look through their entire catalog of really, really cute pieces They have some really amazing stuff. I have some of my very favorite underwear from Underclub. It is a package I look forward to in the mail every single month. They have sizes ranging from extra small all the way up to 4XL. So pretty good size range in there. And I really, really, really recommend that you check them out. So if you do, you can actually get $10 off your first shipment from Underclub when you use code Aubrey. So that is $10 off your first shipment at Underclub.com when you use the code Aubrey.